Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. All right, Eat Sleep Fantasy fans, we are back with another episode, and today's going to be a little bit of a special edition. I have one of uh, my main men, which sounds really gay as I said that, Armando Crespo with me today, and we are going to be doing a Superflex mock draft. Armando, what's up, brother? You just call me the main squeeze. Main squeeze? You know, main man. Yeah, I'm the main yeah, squeeze. Your main squeeze. Definitely not homosexual at all. Um, and- now, here, here's a couple things. There's a lot of great things going on. And if you would like to be a storming buffalo that attacks... It's bison. It's a bison. Bison, sorry. A storming bison that attacks your fantasy league and tosses it into the air 15 feet. Um, all you got to do is head over to eatsleepfantasy.com. We have our draft kit up, and it is top-notch. Um, I believe if you believe in what we do at all... Head over there. We put so much time and effort into this. We've got 12-plus people, uh, written articles, audio, explaining everything. It is everything you need. Editable rankings that you can sort and adjust to fit your own individual league scoring settings and all those things. It it is absolutely incredible. I truly do. uh, I love putting my name behind it because I think it is the best that's out there. And it's only $20 and comes with the year-long benefits, everything that Eat Sleep Fantasy does. So head over to eatsleepfantasy.com. Click on subscribe. You want to sign up for the ESF Platinum uh, membership, which is $20. Just takes less than 20 seconds and you are in and you have access pdf files audio files everything that you want to customize for your league so that you can win and be that mean bison so speaking of mean Get bison john. armando john you could sell a fucking pencil man like if I I, you are that. just like you you want to go sign up and you're gonna want the twenty dollars. So I like it, John. You, you. I'm gonna fucking hire I, you, man. I, you are the man. I, I appreciate that, but I think my motivation <laughs> comes from watching this video that is on repeat on my damn computer screen yeah. of a bison getting pissed off and running and hitting this little kid. And I, yeah. it's awful. It's the worst. It looks thing terrifying. Ever, but I can't stop watching it. You told me what happened earlier. What, what was like? What was going on before this video was rolling? Because that's what's fucking crazy. So, I'll be honest. The more you watch it, the funnier it gets. Okay, but yeah, it's this wilderness park where people can go and like experience animals in their natural habitat, right? So stupid. Is this the bi- is this at the bison range? Is that what this place I don't is called? No, it might be. Okay. It might be. Okay. But people got too close to this bison. Okay, this is a big fucking bison. It's not like a small little bitty guy. It's a buffalo on crack. And they were trying to pet it, and it got pissed off. So white people doing what white people do. Uh, somebody gets out a camera and starts filming this guy, and he's not having it. I'm sure everybody see it. All you have to do is just type in buffalo girl on Twitter or anywhere, and it's the first video that pulls up. It's got millions of views. Uh, most of those are by me in the last 20 minutes. Um, yeah, we're just over and over. Wow, it's gone up 100, 100 right now, John. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the problem is 
this buffalo starts to charge towards this family of three. So it's a, a dad and a mom and a little girl who looks about nine to ten, whatever. As soon as the buffalo charges, the parents run away from their little girl and allow the buffalo to knock the bejesus out of her. Now, the good thing is this. She does a full flip, flies about 10 feet in the air, and lands on her feet, but definitely went through some injuries. And I am not at all trying to say that I'm glad this happened or relishing in the fact of a little kid getting hurt. That's not my thing at all. But the video is quite the snapshot into these shitty-ass parents' lives. So, Armando, you know about Buffalo. Look, I worked on a cattle ranch. I lived in Montana. These guys are fucking huge. I got scared when a cow came up, a cow ran by me. Okay, these things are not a fucking joke. Their heads are like four by four. If they hit you without their horns, they will kill you. Like they're like they are just terrifying, and they're massive. Like this one looks tiny, and they get so much bigger. So the fact that these parents were touching this thing. Like you don't you, like they're wild animals. Like it, you know what the worst part about all this is that they're probably going to kill this bison now because of this. Like it's just it's it's, it's whatever. I'm too. This is kind of upsetting. It sucks that the kid, you know, got injured and all. But what the fuck are you doing touching it? Like it's a wild animal. Like go enjoy it being in its atmosphere, but don't go near it. Like it's not what we're there for. I, I'm like ready to like jump into, um, just everything about buffalo that i can find out um they're a cool as fuck animals the, the crazy thing is i don't think these are um bison aren't in the wild anymore in montana they're like you know this is a little too deep for the audience but like they're still closed off areas like there's a place called the bison range where they're free to roam for you know hundreds of acres and bullshit like that but they're not free roaming yet. they're fighting to get them free roaming which they should i mean like it's gonna happen eventually but i don't know like this is just you know, this isn't good media for them, and they should be free. So, oh my God, we just talk about something else, John. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> we're jumping into this because they're pissed and they're coming back for it. Supposedly, in the uh, completely credible site of Wikipedia, they are known as the Widowmakers in Africa and kill roughly two hundred people a year. Um, I don't know if those numbers are correct, but I'm going to buy into them. That is. Oh, badass. they're definitely correct. And we we I, used to have to try and pull push them like. Like when you do cattle move, we had a couple on the ranch and like the, the goal was to stay, you know, with your horse, like pretty much three times as far as you would from a cow. Cause cows won't like attack you, but bison will. Gosh, he's hit this girl 50 times <laughs> and it's a 10 second clip and I can't look away. And I'm, I'm about to have to just minimize my screen. This is good Lord. The crazy. This is her 15 seconds of fame. This is it. She's never going to like, she'll never see light of day again. Maybe on Ellen. Cause Ellen gives him an extra second. <laughs> There you go. All right. So, uh, sorry about that. We had to do some tomfoolery. Back to what is important, and this is fantasy football. So, um, what we're going to be doing is we are going to be doing a mock draft together. Armando and I are going to be co-owners of this league. I will defer to Armando on all disagreements. We will disagree on everybody, just so you know. It's what we do. Um, But if there is an argument, Armando gets final say. This is a super flex league. Very simple, which means you have the option to start two quarterbacks. You don't have to, 
But if you're playing in a super flex, you almost always want to start two quarterbacks because they are the main point getters in fantasy football. If you're in a crunch, uh, no problem there. But two quarterbacks, two running backs, two wide receivers, one flex, one tight end, no kickers in defense, and three bench spots. Uh, let me randomize our draft order here. We are using... John, yeah. Before we kick off, uh, just so we know, is it a four um, for passing or six? This is a four for passing touchdown league. Half point PPR, uh, half point per reception. Um, so that should let you know where we're at with that. And again, um, we're using fantasypros.com. They have a draft wizard that's you can set up the scoring settings however you want. That's what we're going to be using there. So, all right, let's randomize draft order. Here we go. And we are drafting at the seven spot. You okay with that, Armando? Beautiful. That's perfect. Seven. So Love let me hit spot. start draft here. And... All right, um, the start of the draft is about what you would expect. Um, we've had all four of the top running backs go, Saquon, CMC, Zeke, Kamara. Number five was Hopkins, and the first quarterback off the board, Patrick Mahomes, goes pick six. Uh, so wow. pretty standard. Hopkins going in that yep. five spot. I know that you don't like Hopkins that much, so that makes you happy. Yep, uh, that's it. I'm glad both those guys went ahead of him. I'm glad Mahomes and Hopkins did not fall to me. I mean, that means I'm going to get some good talent even in the second round. Yeah, there's a lot um, here. So let me just go over the top position of players available. If you're looking at quarterback early, Andrew Luck, Deshaun Watson are there. Running back, David Johnson, Mixon, Le'Veon Bell, Connor and Gordon. Wide receiver, Devontae Adams, Julio, Odell, Michael Thomas, Juju, Mike Evans, and all the tight ends are available. What is nice. your mindset? What are you looking at here, Armando? Well, right now, um, like I've mentioned in previous podcasts, um, I am a big proponent of taking RB in the first round. Um, you know, there's only a few, you know, upper echelon running backs, and after that, it's kind of a wash. So there's a couple guys that I really like. Um, I'm not a big David Johnson fan, but getting him at 1-7 I think is okay. The guys behind him that are still available is Joe Mixon, Le'Veon Bell, and James Conner, and I mean, I'm kind of between the David Johnson, Joe Mixon. Like, those are the two guys I'm really looking at. Uh, what are you looking at, John? So, if that uh, David Johnson would be my go here as well. I, I would say yeah. get one of the top flight wide receivers. I'd be okay with Devontae Adams here uh, or right. Julio, which I know you're low on Julio. So, I would say David Johnson right. would definitely be my play if I was to decide. But I'm not deciding. This is Crespo. Yeah, so – my, my pick would be um, David Johnson, for sure. I mean, Andrew Luck is still there, but I have no problem taking someone a little later. So, yeah, let's go David Johnson. David Johnson is gone. Um, wow. Right after that, both the quarterbacks went. Andrew Luck Damn. and Watson, they are gone. Aaron Rodgers gone as well. Wow. Four running backs, Bell, Gordon, Connor, Mixon gone. And wide receivers that we lost, Michael Thomas, Julio, Devontae Adams. Interesting. So, here we are hmm. in the second round. Um, we get a pick again if you're picking in the middle it's kind of nice because you have that kind of uh, 12 10 to 12 picks between uh, each round that you go which is kind of nice because you can snipe value a little bit more so than if you were on the corners but with where exactly. we are now let's go backwards all the tight ends still available is this too early for travis kelsey for you um considering they're all still available um yeah, I think it is. I, I mean, we are going to – yeah, I'm not taking – I mean, I love Travis Kelsey. I love George Kittle. I think they're going to perform. Outperform some of the guys are still on the board. Um, but I think I can get someone – if I get Ertz in the fourth round, I you know, if I decide to do that, like that's a win for me. Um, right now I'm kind of torn. Uh, the running backs that are available are 
I don't love them. I like Todd Gurley still being there, Chubb. Um, quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, Matt Ryan. Like I don't I think it's I personally think it's too early. I might go quarterback quarterback next time around and I'm so I'm kinda leaning towards Odell Beckham. The other guys that are available is Juju, Antonio Brown, Tyreek Hill, and Mike Evans. I have Odell ahead of everyone that's uh, still on the board in my rank. So Dude, I'm leaning it. Odell. I love it. So Okay. Yeah, yeah let's go Odell. Then. I didn't think we would agree on many things. Perhaps this will be the last. But this gives us a top flight running back and a top flight wide receiver uh, with heavy volume for both of them. I am a okay with that. I super flex is interesting because a lot of people kind of scramble to get their quarterbacks early. But here's what you right. got to understand: there is a guaranteed thirty-six or sorry, thirty-two starting quarterbacks in the NFL every single week, regardless. Right. So the depth is there. It's not like running backs and timeshares and all those things. You do not right. have to rush. You want to make sure you get top-flight guys, but you do not have to get quarterbacks um, all in the early rounds. So, Man, Lay went on a wide receiver run right now, it feels like. There's, what, five wide receivers went off the board? Yeah. Um, it, so let's go over what's left. Kelsey's off the board. Um, at wide receiver, still some top flight talent. Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen, A.J. Green, Mari Cooper, Stephen Diggs. Running back, you got Fournette, Marlon Mack, Aaron Jones, Devontae Freeman. And quarterback, still lots of guys. Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, Wentz, Drew Brees, Jared Goff. Would you, like, I, I, for me, it's kind of a no-brainer um, looking at what's available and what could be available coming back around. Um, I think I'm taking Tyreek Hill. Okay. I like Keenan Allen, AJ Green a lot, but I mean, last year Tyreek Hill was the wide receiver one, um, and he's going to be ready for preseason. And he's not getting suspended, um, so I think that he's a steal right now. I do love George Kittle. He's the only guy I'm kind of like, ooh, maybe, but no, I think I'm leaning Tyreek Hill. Do you have a? I don't preference mind that, and and so like I'll say this, you know, I, yeah, it, the value is there. I am one of those people that like takes a stand with fantasy <laughs> oh no <laughs> I, I i usually don't have Mixon or tyreek hill or these guys on my roster but i completely understand it it's just uh for me and this is a personal thing i want to root for people i like and this is a negative thing for my fantasy play because like i would take somebody like george kittle here because he's one of my favorite players in the nfl i'm a niners guy right i i never want to root root for tyreek hill ever unless it's to die um, yeah, he's innocent until proven guilty. Well, he pled Give guilty. me Tyreek Hill. He's already pled guilty to choking out and punching his pregnant girlfriend in the stomach repeatedly. Damn. He pled guilty to that. But that's okay. Let's pick him, Armando. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so through three rounds, we have David Johnson, OBJ, and Tyreek Hill. Our team has a lot of potential, but we have not addressed the quarterback position in a super flex draft. And we're in the fourth round. So take it away, I, Armando. Walk us through this. All right. So at this point, I am looking at quarterbacks. The reason why I waited was because I saw Cam Newton there. I saw Jared Goff. Carson Wentz is still there. Um, so I feel good about that. Uh, so I'm kind of leaning Cam Newton. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can really push any way right now with any of these um, quarterbacks. I'm a Cam Newton believer. He's MVP caliber um, quarterback when healthy. And I don't think... I think they're going to leave injuries behind. I think they're going to throw the ball more. So I love Cam Newton right now. Even though carry on um, Johnson, your main squeeze is still on the board. I think it's a great, I think that would be great value and all, but like I said before, I RB twos are easy to get. Okay. Um, 
So, yeah, if we take a quarterback, if we don't take a quarterback now, we're going to end up with, we'll probably have to go quarterback, quarterback next round to have two startable players. So we might end up with someone like, you know, Jameis Winston and what, Kirk Cousins? Um, maybe. Maybe that could be a little worse than that. Yeah, I don't mind better. getting Kirk Cousins going pretty late, but I do not mind that at all. He has been a top 10 uh, fantasy quarterback three years in a row. I'm perfectly fine with that. But I do like so Cam Newton. What do you, um, I think at a four- So what do you – are you saying I should take a uh, uh, running back? You think I should take on Johnson right now? Um, I just know you're high on on Johnson and the fact of, you know, having David Johnson and on Johnson – they have the same last name. It would help me sleep at night. Let's go Johnsons. I dream of Johnsons. So you know what? I, I would like to see how this team shapes up. I think most people um, go quarterback early. Um, let's so let's it. just take a running back. Let's be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Let's be crazy. So, yeah. Let's see what the team looks like. Let's see what happens in a super flex. And this is why you mock draft. Uh, you get to play out. You're, you're not keeping this team anyway. So let's just see what happens and see if we like our team or not. Because right now we are solid as far as starters go. David Johnson, Carry right. Johnson, our starting running backs. Odell, Tyreek Hill, our wide receivers. Like that is clutch. Uh, yeah. But here we are in round five. We still have no quarterbacks, but there's so many guys available. Jameis Winston, Ben Roethlisberger, Dak, Rivers, Lamar Jackson, Trubisky, Cousins. There's a lot of guys, Man. but I feel like we cannot wait they're all, anymore. They're all kind of a cluster right now, which is like these guys are all just could be really good. You know, like Jameis Winston's, you know, just hit and miss. You know, I think Jameis Winston has the most upside with Bruce Arians. We've said that. I said that before. So I kind of feel like he could lead our team. You know, he could be that guy that just breaks out and does some magical stuff, or he could just be total shit. So, um, I'm kind of want to take the gamble. I was hoping Jared Goff would fall to us, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think he'd be safe, a really safe quarterback to grab. But I'm okay taking Jameis Winston, but I could be easily swayed with a good argument. So the thing with Winston is that's a swing for the fence move. So if you, we've got to get three quarterbacks, and I want three starting quarterbacks. So I'm 100% okay taking Jameis Winston here, but I'm going to want at least one safe option. Somebody like a Trubisky or Rivers or a Cousins to pair with that. Right. So I don't necessarily agree with you. Yeah, let's take Winston and um, yeah. All right. Let's do Winston. We got our quarterback in round five. And before we move on to round six, I want to take a second to thank our sponsor, fantasygo.com. They are unbelievable. Uh, they are, they have two goals, uh, make people money and help your fantasy team. And you get to pick which one you are. So if you feel like you can help other people, you can go to fantasygo.com, click on the analyst button, and you can sign up there. And you get to help other people. You get paid to help other people set their lineups, trades, draft, all those things. But if you just want help with your fantasy team, you can go there and click on the other side. And you want to hire an expert. And you can pay 5 to 10 bucks. Pick your expert to help your team. And it's a win-win for everybody. And for everybody that has signed up in the past as an analyst, the 2019 season is getting ready to kick off. You can go over there now, fantasygo.com, and complete your profile so that you can start making some money. Um, so, again, head over there, fantasygo.com. Those guys are awesome. All right, Armando. Back at it. I'm here. Pick six. We've got one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers. Do we need to stay at the quarterback position? Do you want my honest opinion? I think that a traditional drafter would go quarterback. But looking at the quarterbacks that are available, um, I think there's a shit ton of the same stuff. 
Um, Dak Prescott, Philip Rivers, Lamar Jackson, Trubisky, I think they're all fine. Where who's standing out to me right now, who I think is, you know, above and beyond better than everyone else because of injuries, Evan Ingram. Um Ooh. you could tell me if I'm crazy. No. I think that right now considering all the injuries over there, he might be a really good pick right now. And then we can get a Kirk Cousins who's, you know, there's four wide receiver uh, quarterbacks that are still available. We can get Kirk Cousins next round and maybe Jimmy Garoppolo and have those two and still have, you know, we filled out almost every starting position and have, you know, upper echelon guys. But you tell me if I'm No, wrong. I don't think you're wrong. And once we get into, here's the deal. I either go super early tight end, like in the third or fourth round, um, you know, with Kittle, Ertz, Kelsey, whatever. Like, third round, I think, is perfect for those guys. But right. if you decide not to go with those guys or you miss out on them, I don't mind in round six or seven getting one of these tight ends that's available out of Hunter Henry, Evan Ingram, or Jared Cook. If I don't get one of those, I, then I am yeah. done. Like, I am getting right. bottom tier, you know, Mark Andrews, Dallas Goddard, Noah Fant. Like, I am just saying I don't want anything to do with the position. So I have really three tiers, the top three guys, the next four guys, then everybody else. So I am yeah. okay with taking Evan Ingram here. It's a little early, but I like the way that we drafted to get those skill positions, the running backs and wide receivers. So I think we could go with whatever way. So Evan Ingram it is. Boom. Wait, wait. I, I just want to say that I think there's value to be had in the next round. Um, and I, I personally see Ingram more in the, you know, Ertz, Kittle, Kelsey category than he is in the Henry, you know, OJ Howard category this season just because of injuries and the way they're, that roster shaping up. I, I think that's a strong likelihood. I really, really do. I. It's very easy to see a script through this season where Evan Ingram is, you know, a top three tight end. Right. Yeah. I like it. Uh, so the fact that we waited, the only quarterback that was taken between our picks was Phillip rivers. Everybody else went quarterback. So uh, no, everyone else went in other positions. So we have, yeah. you know, all the guys, we, we still have Mr. Bisky. We still have Kirk cousins. Like, I think we, I think that was a good call on waiting. Personally. And all those other tight ends are gone. <laughs> Cook went, yep. Ebron went, Hunter Henry went. So yeah, we 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 started that next run. So is now the time? Yeah. The thing is, who do we take? Um, I'm personally, I think the, the ranks show that Dak Prescott's higher ranked than Kirk Cousins, Lamar Jackson, but I think I'd rather have Kirk Cousins. Um, he, you know, he's finished top ten um, every year, and I just. The way it's been constructed, I'd rather have a safer pick than uh, trying to swing for offenses right now. And I think Kirk Cousins is just that. He might not get you, you know, 30 points every game, but he's going to be consistent enough where you'll be fine. I like it. Um, it. It's crazy how much we're agreeing right now. I'm a big Kirk Cousins guy. I love his weapons. And, yeah, he's just very, very efficient. He sucks as far as like when the game's on the line and it's like a prime time right. game, you don't want them in there. Like if it's a Monday night football game, I'm getting Kirk Cousins the hell out of my lineup. I don't care who they're playing. But if the game is not televised and it's an early kickoff, he is going to be unbelievable. Um, right. So we have our starting roster completely filled out except for a flex. So let's right. just walk through it real quick. Jameis Winston, Kirk Cousins, those are our quarterbacks. 
David Johnson, carry on Johnson running back, Odell and Tyreek Hill at wide receiver, and Evan Ingram at tight end. We still have one flex and three bench spots. Now, uh, let me ask you this, just a philosophical drafting question in Superflex. Yeah. you got to have at least three quarterbacks, right? Yes. Are you a four-quarterbacks guy? Depending on the roster construction and uh, how deep the bench is, yeah, I think I am. Um, it just depends on who are my quarterbacks. Um, in one league, I waited on quarterbacks, and I took four. I liked firing Fitzpatrick super late. I think that was, you know, I think he's going to be a good, tr- you know, good trade bait later in this, you know, after the first three weeks because he's going to put up numbers. Um, so I, you know, I either I draft quarterbacks to trade. Um, if that makes sense. No, I like that. I like that. Um, I mean, their value is just so high. And so because of that, people want them because other people will get stuck with bad ones. Again, 32 starting quarterbacks. So if you're in a 12-team league, that's 36 if everybody gets three. So there's going to be a few teams that miss out. All right. So with where we are at now, let's just go over the top at each position. Quarterbacks, you still have Garoppolo, Josh Allen, Stafford, Darnold. Running back, James White, Lamar Miller, Tevin Coleman, Darius Geis. Wide receiver, Pettis, Corey Davis, Marvin Jones, Christian Kirk. And tight ends, Hooper. Uh, I don't think we really care about tight ends now that we got Ingram. No. You know, the the thing is, this is what makes – I mean, I just want to talk about this for a second. Austin Hooper is the one thing that makes me want to wait on tight ends because he's improved every season since he's been in the league, and he is just – one or two more touchdowns away from being like a top five guy and he's being drafted, you know, outside the top 10. Um, so, okay. So let me ask you this question. Okay. We took Evan Ingram at 6.6. Yeah. Would you rather have out of these two makeups, would you rather have Evan Ingram and Dante Pettis or would you rather have Calvin Ridley and Austin Hooper? I think what we got, I prefer. Okay, because Calvin Ridley went to pick after Evan Ingram, and Dante Pettis and Austin Hooper are still on the clock. So, like, this is what mock drafting can do is because you can go through it and you can say, oh, shit, I would have much rather had Evan Ingram and Dante Pettis here um, than I would Calvin Ridley there and Austin Hooper now. The guy that I'm 